Right, welcome on another Wednesday afternoon to Men's Table. I want to believe that you're doing very well and having fun listening to the Niger Gospels. Um, a lot of very beautiful tracks right there. But here we're on Men's Table. We're here again to discuss uh, different things that affect us as men and also look at the way that we can improve ourselves, become better versions of ourselves each and every day. Um, going through the different uh, conversations that we'll have here in the studio. Uh, but please feel free to send in your questions or your comments online, and we'll be glad to have you join us uh, via the different social media platforms. Um, all right, so my name is Araba Steve, and today we're picking up a different conversation, uh, being that we're starting a, different, a new month uh, today. And come to think of it, it's um, the eighth month starting already. So we're, we're on the third, uh, the last third of the month. And hey, I'm sure we've been going through uh, a lot of things, uh, trying to have plans, maybe personal goals or, or things that we're looking at out for. But here, um, we're ending the year and we're hoping for the best. But here's one of the ways that we can improve ourselves. Today we're talking about how to increase or how to boost our um, mental capability. How do we make sure that we, we think right? How do we make sure that we have the best minds in order to live the best lives, to run our families, to um, guide our children, to become that employer that needs to be, uh, that is effective or to become that employee, regardless of what level of life that you are. How do we make sure that we are the best that we can be, uh, mentally speaking? So today I'm going to be having um, Josh again in the studio with me to have the conversations. Josh, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll take a quick break right now, and then we'll be right back on Men's Table. You stay tuned. Engaging conversations about the world of men, their struggles and triumph, their problems and solutions. If you think you're man enough, join us every Wednesday for the afternoon show, Men's Table with Steve from 2 to 3 p.m.
history and philosophy and play just ideology. Oh, oh, oh. But tomorrow's a mystery. with tomorrow oh sorry no one's knows tomorrow all right so um today we're talking about how to improve our mental capability or how our mental capacity to make sure that we we think right in order to do right in order to be right okay if i'm allowed to use that sequence Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so um essentially um what we're going to be looking at is how these things would actually help us because for a lot of us men we we just want to concentrate on how to make the money how to make sure that everybody eats and we're good and as usually because we think that's all our responsibilities are and so once we're able to do that we believe that we've become you know the men that we need to be but the truth is for every one of us there is no way that we would do all of that and um we at some point we will feel stuck we'll feel stuck because what we will keep doing will all all of a sudden become a routine so you make the money so you go to work and then you you buy this as requested by uh, you know by your wife or your children you pay the school fees you um you get the resources needed for whatever your family wants or you work towards getting that promotion 
and then you just get the normal things and they just keep going but after a while it becomes like a lull it's something uninteresting because there is nothing about you that is beyond the programming you know because the routine is more like a program is like wake up in the morning at 4 a.m depending on where you work mm -hmm. and where you live and then get on the third Milan bridge or you know and then just go through the cycle but what we realize is for a lot of us the moment we choose to break out of that norm and choose to do something other than the routine then it helps us become better and so one of the uh, things we're looking at is how do we become better how do we become people who can think outside the box how do we become more effective as individuals and there are many ways to do this. Uh, if you go through different um, uh, materials or books or uh, online resources, there are different ways to achieve this. Uh, some will tell you to read books, some will tell you to do exercises and a lot of things like that. But essentially the reason we're looking at this issue is because we cannot be effective men if we remain the same. You know, on Men's Table we keep talking about um, it's one of the responsibilities of a man to keep improving. So you are the, you think you are the best that you can be at this point, but can you be better? I mean, could you be better than what you were? And those are the things that we're looking at. So uh, t uh, this month, we're looking at how to increase your mental capability, which, of course, is going to reflect in the things that you do, um, how you do things, when you choose to do things, and how you move your life forward. Josh, what do you think? Okay, um, it's just quite uh, a very interesting topic because um, when we look at it, um, basically, the the essence or the reason or what the source of our growth is the more we know, yeah. the more we grow. Now, growing is not about you know we increasing in size, you know, yes. or increasing in age. Mm -hmm. It's about what we know. That's yeah. why today. We can see um, a 30-year-old guy being a boss over somebody who is 60 or who is 50. Absolutely. So now the, there's a difference. And even a 50 says starts with 30. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about what they have upstairs, what they have inside their head. That's what puts them in different positions mm -hmm. which they have. And we know today education, I'm going to there, I'm going there is one thing we always look look to, like we have to be educated. And the process of education practically is, you know, getting stuff into our head, having to learn things, go to school, mm -hmm. you know, learn, you know, whatever it is, which area it is we want, we feel we should, you know, hold on to and mm -hmm. <clears throat> take on in life. So Basically, I think um, energizing our mental skills is yes. a very, very paramount way in this life for us to move forward, for us to grow, for us to improve. And mm. if we feel, okay, there's a, I don't really have to do that, you know, because I have this, I have this. Uh, it's just like a man standing one place and wanting to get to another destination. Mm -hmm. You know, you're standing just there. And you feel you need to close your eyes and you see yourself in the next state or in the next, you know, country, which yes. is not possible. So there's no way we can move forward without adding to what we have. Like someone yeah. said, Albert, he said, we can't solve the same problem 
with the same skills we use in creating it. We have to think of more things and like more. So there's mm-hmm. a big, big, you know, um, truth in having to always gain knowledge. Now, the, the talk, talk today now is about the means of, you know, having to, you know, I remember we're talking, you know, before this and, you, you know, you're making reference to the fact that some people find it, they don't just want to, because of trying to pollute what it is they already have, mm-hmm. having to gather them together and bring them together, take this, take that, take that, take that, take yes. that and everything. But regardless of that, uh, we still believe that there's still, it's still very much important for us to learn for us to increase our mental skills and it's everything we do come to whatever it is we do wherever it is we find ourselves uh, yes. we need to learn about it that's why they say when you're in Rome you behave like the Romans when you change your environment you will need to learn what they do there to uh, to to blend in when you, even if you're a carpenter if you're a tailor whatever it is you do you need to add to your skills you need to add to what you know if yes. you're a nursing mother if you're a father even to nurse a child you know mm-hmm. we i've seen a lot of women saying that they don't know how to become mothers this is their first child and everything no one was ever thought before but you is that you yeah. learn in the process you meet people that have no but what i'm saying in essence is there's always a reason to learn something there's never a time where we have to sit down and say well this is where my learning has stopped and i just have to keep you know living yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what we're looking at is uh, one of the fundamental things that uh, I, I want to believe that Men's Table rests on, you know, improving ourselves and making sure that we're better. So, in terms of how we think, how we look at the world, our perspective, our, um, our everyday life, everything is shaped by the way we think. And in order to uh, know exactly how to think or what to think about we need to look for the right uh, sources of information so for whatever area of life that we are right now or that we're in we need to make sure that we keep learning something but of course uh, it's not just about picking up every book you know that we find uh, at our beck and cord accessible to us it's not about reading just about anything it's also more about being able to direct our, I mean, direct our lives through the things that we choose to learn. So, how do we do this? Um, I think even before we go into the how, one of the reasons is for everything that we're going to do, because it comes from the way we are or who we are, we, we often say that um, we can't give what we don't have. So, it is what you know that will determine Uh, how effective you are at your work. So it's not just about, um, uh, you know, having knowledge. It's about making sure that knowledge works for you. Uh, It's about um, being a person of wisdom and understanding. But it's not just about books. There's so many sides to it. But first, uh, let's look at why we, we need to read at all. For a lot of us men... Because we, once we have been able to get to that level of, okay, so now I'm married, or now I have that job, now um, I have those children, they're, they're in school, I mean, why should I bother reading anymore? The only time a lot of us even consider reading is when we want to take a certification in order mm-hmm. to get a promotion at, at yeah. a job. But the truth is, the more we know, the uh, the more we know about much more than we than what we're doing, 
the more versatile we can be, the more effective we can be. So it's important for us to not just sit down on, you know, I'm a tech, I'm an engineering tech guy, you know, and that's all I want to know. How about knowing something in the arts? How about knowing something in music? How about knowing something in other fields that are not yours? Those are the things that help you build your mental capability. Now, it may not necessarily become um, immediately apparent, you know, that it's helping your way of thinking. Okay, so it's more about um, giving yourself some level of exposure. And the easiest way to explain that is when you see a child with a very, uh, with a very good, uh, well-functioning brain and you, you put him in an environment where maybe in an African, typical African environment where things, you have to work on things before they work, you have to pray for power, you have to, <laughs> you know, things like that. And then you take the same child, you put him in a developed country, typical developed country environment yeah. where all you just need, every basic amenities is already provided. Now everything you're thinking about is how can I add something to what already exists mm -hmm. as opposed to how can I even get what I need? You know, those are two different levels of exposures. And that is the same thing. Um, you know, reading does for us. When we read beyond um, what our fields are. So, um, if you're getting married or you're already married, nothing stops you from reading better about how to um, raise a teenager long before your children become teenagers. Nothing stops you from reading how to uh, maybe become a businessman just in case you're an employee right now yeah. because a lot of times we just limit ourselves to the things that we know and the things that will just help us keep our jobs you know help us keep that status quo uh I, actually it was in a cartoon many years ago mm. that i heard this statement that if you have if you never do if you never do more than you are you'll always be who you are Mm. Uh, I think it's a Chinese proverb okay. or something like that. So essentially, you have to be able to do much more than what, you know, that role you're performing. You have to be able to learn much more than the role you're performing allows you in order to be able to step out of that role and become higher. Okay. I, I think that's, <laughs> that's the easiest way I can yeah. put it. So for us... We can't just say because we're engineers, because we're farmers, we only read in those areas. Yes, if we do read in those areas, it makes us um, better uh, in those areas. But how about being able to become the, that farmer that thinks, how can I improve my, uh, my uh, farming with uh, using tech? And we, I mean, now we're hearing a lot about agrotech farmers and we're hearing a lot about uh, fintech companies. And ordinarily, maybe about some 10, 15 years ago, you couldn't think that technology and finance would come into, to, you know, work together effectively the way it is right now. Or think about agri and you go like, okay, so am I going to be farming on internet? So things actually do evolve. And that is how we can... Uh, if we're able to step out of the uh, the roles that we are to learn much more, then we can actually become much more or become 
those innovators or become more innovative in the way we do things, in the way we experience our lives, even for our families. Okay, let, let me let me chip let me chip this question in because I know um, in this world we are right now, yeah. a lot of people are finding it difficult to even master what they uh, profess to um, to live by. Now, not to talk of having to look into other things and add to their knowledge. Mm. Now, the question is, is it bad to want to know a little of everything? Because we know situations whereby, you know, I see them, I see movies, you know, at my yeah. leisure time, and mm. I've seen times where they've really shown to us how important it is to have a little idea of other things, maybe mm-hmm. med- medical, maybe um, um, engineering, you know, mm-hmm. for emergency purposes. Well, we've know we've read of cases of you know um, burglary and um, cases of um, theft and the likes, yeah. where you have to save your life, and you just on um, little little skills you know and yeah. you get to. So now uh, we know a lot of things cause distractions, you know, to people having to just for you to concentrate and see whatever mm-hmm. it is. Okay, this is what I'm doing. I just need to keep. But is it bad to want to know? That's the actual to want to know a little of everything. Like now, you know, you said earlier on that, uh, you know, is fine. It's good to take things, read and do this. But, you know, at times it's not very good because you find yourself in a place whereby you are just being mixing yourself with some things that may not really go your way yes. you read this you pick this you read this you pick this i have a friend that says uh is a, a cinematographer is a script writer and i said this all the ideas you know when i read the script and whenever i write when he needs to write about a doctor having to talk to a patient having to talk he writes exactly the way a doctor speaks if he wants to talk about a lawyer he writes exactly about the way a lawyer speaks if he wants to talk about a carpenter or an okada rider he does that exactly the same way then i asked him that how do you get you know info on all this he said you know i just read anything i read anything that comes my way I read Bible, I read Quran, just mm-hmm. for the sake of knowledge. Yeah. So tomorrow comes, you know that, okay, we are standing behind this. You know that I've seen the two and this is the one I prefer. Yeah. And in, in other school of thoughts, it's not advisable for you to, you know, just delve into everything because of the sake of knowledge. So which is really, um, um, which is really a, a tent you can pitch with when it comes to, you know, having to acquire knowledge. Because we know some okay. people are still struggling with the fact that they want to hold on to this particular one. Yeah. Now, not to talk of having to go little deep into other ones. Okay, so um, I'll answer the question looking at two, two different countries. So let's look at Britain and um, the United States of America. Now, the educational system in, uh, in Britain for a long time was uh, you learn about one thing and that one thing know it very well and be a professional at it be perfect at it and that's it and then in the united states of america you the uh, learning system is learn a little about everything so even before you go ahead to start learning maybe you say you want to become a lawyer or something or you want to become an engineer you would have taken courses in arts, you would have taken courses in sciences, you would have taken courses in uh, culture, social, everything. So by the time you uh, decide to major in something, yes, you do major in that one thing, but then 
it from with a whole different level of exposure. Okay, so you and if you put the two uh, countries side by side now, and you want to judge which one is you know more effective in in its existence, you know, and in its impact in the entire world. I'm talking about America. You, you get, mm-hmm. and I mean, there's a lot of innovation coming out from there, and there's a lot of. Um, a lot of great things coming out of there. It's not so much about do they have something better? Is 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 their mind? Uh, what do they have that is so much better than the uh, than the British? Maybe maybe not much. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, their economy is good, but uh, there are many other indices that drive the quality of an economy. And I also believe that it's also it's majorly the um, human factor because I mean, look at Look at Nigeria, for example. Mm-hmm. We have so many things uh, on top of the soil, beneath the soil, in the air, and we just waste everything because of the quality of human, that human factor that we have. Uh, so that's what determines the kind of economy that we have. So I believe that learning a little of everything gives you a, um, a, a better level of exposure that may not necessarily give you an immediate impact to say oh okay now that i've learned a little bit about medicine and uh maybe arts or music or social or culture and traditions and all of that or and so right now i'll be able to make use of it immediately and then maybe it turns into money which is another thing a lot of people think they're thinking okay so if i go ahead and learn all of all of these things how does it necessarily make money for me now it's possible to look at it from that perspective it's also possible to look at it from the perspective of rather than how much money does it make for me how much money does it save me from spending foolishly or mm-hmm. how from wasting or how much time does it save me because you you know you were talking about um, knowing a little bit about everything and I've seen the way it has helped me to uh, I avoid having to uh, go to the hospital just by knowing basic things about um, about plants that you you can. It's not even herbal medicine. It's okay. uh, you can de- take green tea for a particular feeling that you need to. You just want to get out of your system, as opposed to going to the doctors and then they check your blood it's pressure. They say, "Oh, it's high blood pressure. pressure." They put you on some pills, and then you pay the money, you spend the time, and a lot of uh, resources are wasted that way. But tiny little things that way, um, and how to avoid, you know, basic common diseases that could make some people uh, stay in a hospital for days or weeks. Now, tiny things like that. It doesn't necessarily make me money, but it does av- uh, help me avoid spending some money. And I mean, it, it could be in different areas. It could be um, in wasting time on a particular career path because now you can look at the career and you can project into 10 years and say, you know what? I'm not sure this job is going to exist again <laughs> in another 10 years because you've been able to read beyond your field. You've been able to look uh, from another level of exposure to say, you know what, um, the robots are going to take this job at some point. <laughs> and I, I can remember about 10 years ago, uh, I, I'm not sure if I was talking with a friend or maybe one of my siblings. I was like, isn't it possible for us to, you know, just 
punch a few numbers on the phone and then you can get money moved to somebody else. At that day, I remember we were supposed to go to the bank. It was when the banks were still very few. And so you needed to travel all the way to a banking hall and then cut a, a pay sleep and <laughs> all of those kind of things. I just thought, couldn't we just do this on the phone somewhere or just call someone because then mobile phones were not even available. I said, can I just make a call and then maybe with a set of passwords or something, I just tell it to the other person on the other side and they're able to verify that it's me, they make the transaction and that's fine. Now, we conduct a lot of... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we conduct, then we didn't even have mobile phones. Now, we have mobile phones, we have um, e-payment apps and all of that and things are moving. So now... Uh, the people that used to pride themselves as uh, working in the banks then, their jobs have been taken over largely by, you know, these robots, yeah. you know, all of these apps on our phones. So it was, it could have been easy for me to have determined that a long time ago to say, you know what, I think this might be possible. I didn't see it possible in Nigeria though, but I think this is a possibility. And um, there's something else I've thought about. Uh, I was reading something in physics uh, about nanotechnology and how you can reduce the size of things. And funny enough, I saw that thing happen. I saw it done in a movie, <laughs> mm. uh, one of the latest movies, where you reduce a whole building to a suitcase or... Oh, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I saw, I, I saw the I'm, I, I'm thinking about it like, Okay, this actually might just happen really in the physical, uh, I mean, in our world right. at some point. So things that just make you think beyond and think ahead. So it's better when you, when you learn beyond your field so that you can even know whether your field has a future or not. Uh, that's talking in the area of career and maybe medicine. I used to read a lot of books on um, the human anatomy. I mean, I had nothing to do. Uh, it had nothing to do with what I was studying computer science. So it had nothing to do with me. But in many regards, I, I've been able to resolve issues within my own body without having to go to doctors. And so it does help. It may not make you money. I mean, I'm just trying to address that. Okay, so who don't want help? I, 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 I think generally, having to even, you know, pick up a book or you try to require knowledge, mm -hmm. it shouldn't, the motive shouldn't be because you want to make money. They yes. are, essentially, in this world we are in, we, the, those with knowledge, you know, they just stand a little bit shoulder high above yes. those that there's no way you are today. Um, if you're in the bus, it's because uh, the bus conductor or the driver is holding the steering. That's why at that mm -hmm. you know, particular place is a king over you. He's driving the bus. Yes. You, are, you are sitting down. Yes. So in each of everyone's field, you are a king in your field to someone else that is a novice there or that doesn't know anything. So mm -hmm. what rules the world today is those is knowledge. What, what gives you an empire is mm -hmm. the knowledge you have. Mm -hmm. The knowledge you have gives you an empire over that knowledge. You have an empire over it and all that that don't have that knowledge come to you uh, yeah. for you know for service so it's yeah. just it's just apart from the fact that oh whether money or not it's it does a lot of other things now she would not say now that you know um because you just have to you know have a little knowledge of you know things you know just pick these you know i know of people that oh 
you you scroll uh, I don't like politics you just scroll back oh mm-hmm. I mean I'm an engineer what am I doing with sport you just you know scroll and looking at it there's nothing so there's nothing linking being an engineer to playing football you mm-hmm. know you saw a news on on Paul on, on board you know just move ahead and say oh uh, there's a pipeline you know uh, you know somewhere somewhere I say, oh yes this is what I should be interested in yes. uh, and and I think well looking at what you said right now mm-hmm. then it now you know negates the fact that um, there are some things that shouldn't just be put away and Absolutely. you know just you know look into them like my True. friend said anything i see even if it's something that is not my business as long as it is written in ink and i can read it i just try to read now yeah. the question of having to say well whether this would uh, you know um contradict what you've learned before or not i think as we as we read further we get, tend to gain knowledge we tend to uh, yeah. uh, increase in our understanding of things mm-hmm. so uh if at a point if we think uh we've been knowing this we've been knowing this and we get to see something else that you know contradicts that and say oh uh, i think uh, i'm confused then definitely it's because we've not actually understood what we even read in the past so the fear of having to say oh i don't want to be uh, polluted i don't want to be uh um, contaminated with this now i think it should be something to to is something of 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 very little um concern True. when it comes to the the benefit of gaining whatsoever we have to gain from reading one or two things now so from what you said now we can say that we should be able to you know try as much as possible to not ignore anything that comes our way when we have the opportunity to learn something new yes definitely then another thing it does for us when when we learn something uh beyond our field or beyond our normal environment is um, the quality of our conversations are different because you are not just talking from a myopic perspective Mm -hmm. you are talking from from a a more wholesome perspective and even though it's to you it may not seem like you're saying anything because you are saying just about what you need to say but the the level of understanding that it, that comes with it is always obvious to other people and that is the difference between two people who go for the same job interview and they they answer the same questions right but one is preferred, preferred because yes. there's a level of understanding a level of deep wisdom that comes with knowing just a little bit more than what you are expected to know okay. uh, so but what a lot of us do is we just do what we're expected to do we learn what we're expected to know so you're expected to know this at this time in your life you make sure you know it but well, what about knowing more and then um also as family men or as um, mentors of other men what it does for you is it helps you able to understand um, other people from their own perspective in order for you to either be able to advise them or be able to interact with them effectively so for someone who take me for example if if i'm going to interact with a teenager for ex- uh, a teenager growing up in nigeria for example it's it's a different kind of interaction i'll have with them if they have never traveled out before just in case or they grew up in a certain area it's a different kind of interaction. If I'm going to interact with a teenager in the US or in the UK, for example, it's going to be a different kind of interaction. And that's because I've been able to 
learn about the different environments. And so I can see through their perspective the things that I'm going to say has to be relevant to them because, you know, that's what communication is. Whatever I'm saying, it may make sense, but it has to make sense to the person receiving it. Otherwise, you, you lose the person. And that's um, one of the major things that is going to help us do. So as fathers who are going to be talking to our sons, if we learn a lot more about the world they are growing in. Which is part of the learning we talk about. Oh, oh yes. Uh, yeah. You learn about the fact that there is a lot more science and a lot less arts. Even though art, arts is coming into science as a, some kind of f- form of hybrid. You know, uh, in the way things are you know, growing together nowadays. Uh, a lot of history are coming up, which we never really knew. So if we don't learn the world that these children are growing up in, we're just going to be those ch- uh, those parents that we complain. I mean, we complain about our parents, like they don't know much, <laughs> you know. And it's not really their fault. They know so much about the world they grew up in, but they don't know... S- any much uh, they don't know too much about the world we gr- we are growing up in and then our children are going to be the same way because what we don't know we don't know and so we need to be able to expo- expose ourselves to a lot more uh, than like when our parents were growing up they only had to learn a few things compared to us and it's going to be the same thing for our kids. So our kids are having media thrown at them, whether they want to learn it or not. Uh, when our parents were growing up, maybe only one person had uh, a TV set in their entire environment. When we were growing up, at least there was one in every in every uh, house. Now we have two, three TVs running in at least one home. Exactly. So information, different sources of information and different uh, input of ideas are coming to our kids at different times and so we have to be able to understand the kind of world they're growing up in in order to effectively guide them to um, to grow you know in the way, best way that they need to yeah now for for somebody now that uh, i remember when i was trying to uh you know feel okay i need to there was a day i realized there's a lot i don't know you know when you change you tend to meet some people mm-hmm. uh, for you might feel oh i'm the top in my class you know i'm, I'm closer to my lecturers um, i've been a group leader and you feel well uh you are you have at least god has blessed you with uh, you know a sense of you know having to know a lot of things but mm-hmm. you tend to now move out and meet a new set of people you find yourself in a new environment and you observe that uh you found a billion thing you've actually not even come across yeah. you've never even heard of and it starts giving you this um, um you start losing confidence in yourself that wow i've, I've I'm, I'm, I'm sure i don't know anything mm-hmm. now you sit down and you think oh there are plethora of stuff i need to learn there are so much where do i start from how do i go about it how do i even know what i need to know how mm-hmm. do i know okay this is what i need to know and they, that, that's why the idea of having to just you know always make sure you don't bypass anything any opportunity to learn because yeah. the, you know when you when, when you stuck your head with the fact that oh I, I don't know this i don't know this i don't know this i don't know this i met this person just i have somebody currently that i speak with you know she's a younger sister to me and i don't know how it comes any question she asks from anywhere 
I don't know. I tend to always have this answer to give to her. And she yeah. just asked me one day that, how come you know so much? This is somebody, she's talking to somebody that that, that believes that I've, I've not I've not known virtual, I've not known nothing. Like, okay. and they say that science said that our brain has capacity, we, we can't use up to like 5% of our brain in mm -hmm. our lifetime. So that means a lot of things we know right now, we can still know far, 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 far more Absolutely. than our brain can acquire. So yeah. the idea of having to just pick one thing, if we sit down and say, oh, there's a lot of things I need to know, and you just feel like, there's no ever way I would I'll get to know all those things. I think in the quest of having to just because a lot of things I know today, little things is I would say ah once I, I remember I, I read it in one I saw it somewhere I saw it somewhere mm -hmm. one way or the other it's become relevant years time you know you might not yeah. even know it's there stuck in your brain somewhere mm -hmm. hiding by the time you need it it just comes and you myself might not even remember where you got the knowledge from but it's true your you know meeting and these are the days we talk about the internet now there's nothing yeah. you find there there's nothing you're working there's nothing you can find you think you need right now that you can't find somewhere so it's just having to build you know the habit of you know just reading one or two things even though it's four lines five lines yeah it might not be relevant now it might not be useful now mm -hmm. but just you know storing your band keeping them filled up and the day you just find out that when you're in the midst of people you know talking you don't you don't find yourself losing words because you've you've come across this thing one way or the other in a little way or in a wild way mm -hmm. and you always have one or two things to contribute yeah so anyway, it's it's important for us men to to consider how we can think better because now we're looking at the kind of legacies we're going to be leaving. I mean, so what do we know? What are we going to teach our kids? And you know, it is what we know that will determine the way we act. And it, these are some of the things that our children are going to be looking. They're going to be seeing every day. They're going to be learning it passively. Unfortunately, the things that we learn passively are the things that affect our lives the most. Um, the things that we learn actively, we can, we can almost easily choose to ignore or discard after a while. But the things that have been learned that were never used, the things that were learned that we never knew they were there. Yeah. They are the things that impact our lives the most. So um, it's important for us to know because it's only through that we can grow our kids effectively. We can run our homes effectively. So it's not just about trying to hire somebody to take care of what um, our responsibilities should be, which is mostly what uh, a lot of parents do right now. So we cannot train the child. We send him to a Christian school. We cannot teach him the right values. We send him to that university where... <laughs> <laughs> you know where um, there are so many rules but we can actually learn how to make sure that right from the right from when our kids are you know they're still very young we know exactly how we need to be raising them deliberately with intention you know and this would help us so effectively, I mean, um, as personal, I mean, as individuals, we also need to make sure that we take care of our health because um, no matter what we know, they will be useless if we don't take care of our own bodies. So there are right things we need to eat to make sure that our brains are working well. There are right um, uh, activities that we need to go through and there are right things that we need to be doing like testing the capacity of our minds how can we remember things how can we memorize things how can we 
put things to use that we learned from five years ago or from a few minutes ago how can we bring things make sure that the things that we learned a few hours ago are things that we can actually actively use now it's sort of like um, um, reading for an exam so you read it and then you try to rehearse it over and over again and then when the time comes it just plays out almost uh, like it's natural with you it's the same way you know artists go ahead to read their scripts and you know try to act out their roles it's it may not necessarily be them but it becomes a part of them such that yeah. by the time they do it over and over, over and over, over again, again it becomes a natural thing and these are some of the things that we need to be doing as men because if we don't um the future depends on how much we know yeah. you know because what if we don't know, the, okay, there's this saying that say, that goes, uh, "What you don't know doesn't kill you or yeah. cannot kill you." I I don't know how that came about, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we just have to be able to know um, the things that are really important for us, uh, maybe even as life skills, because. Uh, some would tell you that if you learn how to play musical instruments, it improves the way your your mind works. And I can understand that. Well, our brains naturally work with music or with sound, coordinated sound. So your mind would naturally align to that. And so when you know how to play musical instruments that you almost do not need to, you know, take a look at the instrument you're playing before you're able to play, it's some kind of uh, rewiring of your mind where there's a hand and uh, hand and eye uh, coordination there's the hand and uh, body and mind coordination some of these things come into play they go ahead to improve the way your uh, your brain works even on other areas in other areas of life yeah in the way you are even even uh, the way you are able able to solve math for example okay. you know there's some kind of i mean if you go through some of these researches uh, psychological researches on how the brain works it it would tell you that those who are better at math yeah you know, have some level of coordination, coordination with music yes. you know, some I'm, of these I've things seen, i've heard i've read those things yes like. so it's not so much about oh i'm just learning to play musical instruments so that i can play in church Mm-hmm. No, it's beyond that. It's beyond that. The way your mind will be able to process information, the way you you look at situations and go like, you are able to m- connect the dots, which is like what music does, connecting the musical notes, the one to the next. But yeah. then you are able to almost automatically apply the same thing to real life situations. Your mind is exposed. Your brain is able to pick up information uh, even without evidence at first. There's this book um, that I read some years ago uh, by Malcolm Gladwell, uh, Blink. And it says the art of, the art of knowing without knowing. Uh, basically what it was saying in that book is how, you can, how your mind can pick up information without necessarily having the evidence. Uh, so anyway... Reading generally it helps you to even know how to meet the next person, so you are able to know the kind of person you you need to be interacting with just by meeting them for the first time. You hear the way they speak, you see the way their eyes look, and you go like, "I think I would like to meet this person." And the person hasn't said much more than introducing themselves or looking a certain way. These are the kind of things 
that happens to our minds when we're able to read, when we're able to expose ourselves much more to other things that are beyond our fields. And that's important. Okay, yeah. So definitely, there's always, there's, there's never a wrong time to read. I can tell you that. There's mm-hmm. never a wrong time to get information and then uh, get to equip ourselves. And as much as we do this, I believe it's about ourselves trying to, for those at the top, I wonder, uh, like you said earlier on, there are some things we do that is only through getting knowledge and information and learning that we get to know their benefits. Now mm-hmm. you said about you know playing music and you know some people just believe okay I just need to you know uh, play get, give the church a sound having mm-hmm. to just you know support the choir and do this. Now I was telling somebody one day I said uh, I've resumed my morning um, um, workout, my morning exercise. You know. Okay. And it was like ah you don't need it. You're not fat. You're not big. You know. You're just you have the normal size. I said well. I think I've been really finding it difficult to concentrate lately. I, I need to think straight and I just started to start. I said, what has jogging, you know, having to build your muscle got to do with thinking? You know, as, and it sounded like, okay, I said, well, I just had to explain that. See, by the time you People don't know when you work out, when you do this now, it yeah. helps you to, it helps your psychology, it refreshes yes. your head. Yeah. And you, you observe that, that, yes, that, produce you know, that produce through brain. the day, <coughs> through the day, early in the morning, you work out like that. Whether you're in the office or anything, you observe something different about yourself through the day. You know, you you think, you know, easily and yeah. whatever it is you want to do, it just helps your psychology. It helps you to think well. You know, you have time, even in the midst of noise and everything, mm-hmm. you have this peace within you because you've refreshed yourself early in the morning. It's not just the calorie you are burning. There are some, you know, most that are being activated within you and a lot yes. of things. So it's just, you know, true knowledge you get to, you get to have those kind of information so <coughs> so definitely there's always something to get out from having to sit down pick up a book or you know get to get one or two things to yourself there's always one thing to get if it's not relevant now like i said it will always be relevant one time or the other uh it will uh, well it will always be relevant, always be relevant <laughs> one time or the other yeah you know the thing about exercise like you mentioned i i've realized that uh the days that i go ahead to do some exercise before I leave the house or maybe before I have my bath and then prepare to go to work. Those are the days that are more effective to be able to take on um, my tasks more easily. Easily. On other days, uh, maybe by 12 noon, I'm already tired. I'm, I feel like I'm bored. Okay. I don't feel like doing anything. anything. I'm not excited about <laughs> so much. Yeah. So it's really important that I go ahead and do the exercise. And that helps because uh, now we're talking about your mental alertness. And it's only in that, uh, in that state that we're also able to take in more information, you know, from our environment, from whatever we're able to read. Because somebody who is not alert, who is even less interested in doing the things that he normally can, should do, would not be interested in doing something else, you know, beyond what he's supposed to do. So it's important for us to take in... Uh, uh, very good look at what we can do to improve our mental capability or our mental capacity because we cannot achieve much more than our capacity and that's the difference between the uh the farmer who who has a plot of i mean who has uh, some land and he's he's doing a lot more uh, he's doing a lot better than a second person who doesn't read who just believes i just put this seed in the sand and you know 
God makes it grow. <laughs> you know, exactly. uh, there are so many more things that we can learn, even in the areas that we are, and there's so much more that we can. There's so much more we can become when we learn things outside the areas that we are. And this also impacts on the quality of families that we raise. It impacts on the kind of children we raise. It impacts on the kind of questions your kids will, will yes, ask you exactly. when you are when they see that when they are learning. You know, beyond just going to school and doing assignments, you know, the kind of conversations you have with them are going to definitely improve their minds. So I think next week we're going to talk about how. Um, increasing or improving on our mental capability or capacity is going to uh, impact on our family, family exactly. uh, on our wife uh, our wives our children Kids. our extended family everyone so we're going to take on that next week and um, that's about uh, the much we have time for today our time is fast spent. We were supposed to take a break at some point, but we didn't. <laughs> I think we started late, so I think that's just why. Okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, just let us continue the conversation online uh, on the uh, Men's Table platform and uh, the Amen Radio platforms. So, let us know if you ha do have any questions or any comments. Please feel free to reach out to us. And uh, the Men's Table line remains 0905-900-6155 0905-900-6155 and before we close today I'm just going to run through the men's table creed and um, we'll close with that so it says I am a man not because of what I have but because of who I am I am smart I am trained I am accountable to my loved ones I am responsible for my own life and the affairs of those connected to me. That makes me the star in my own life story. I am the builder, the teacher, the father the world has been waiting for. I am a man. So till next week when we will have time to have conversations together, you be the man and be good. Yeah, and enjoy your month of August. It's the first day in the month of August. Bye for now. Bye then. <laughs>